Welcome, folks. David here with another podcast from the roadswetravel.ca. My message today comes from Scripture, Matthew 25, verses 14 to 30, and it's called the Parable of the Talents. So before we begin, let's pray. Lord, I thank you for encouraging Leslie and I to share these podcasts, and I thank you for helping guide us on choosing the topics for these messages. So I ask, Lord, that you open the hearts and minds of those listening today. Let them hear what you want them to hear. Let them receive what you want them to receive, all in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, for those who may not know what a parable is, the dictionary definition is a parable is a simple story used to illustrate or teach a moral or spiritual lesson. But I believe if Jesus was here today to explain the meaning, he would simply say, my parables are earthly stories with a heavenly meaning. Now, these parables, which Jesus frequently used in many of his teachings, were a way to communicate to those who were truly committed to the kingdom of God. Those followers were able to read between the lines and understand the intended meaning and apply those teachings to everyday life. And the parable of the talents is one of those stories. It's clear to me that these parables that Jesus taught can mean different things at different times of our lives. And what I mean is we all have read Bible scripture when we just don't understand what it means. Then we read that same story six months or a year later, and wow, the light bulb goes off, and we know exactly what God wanted us to hear. Why does that happen? Well, probably because when we read it the first time, God may have felt we were not ready spiritually, or maybe we weren't mature enough, or in the right frame of mind, too busy to hear what he wanted us to hear. When I first read the parable of the talents several years ago, and I understood the story or I interpreted the story about the importance of looking after your money and being a good steward of property that belonged to us. Now, I'm not saying that's the wrong message, but I do think Jesus intended a much broader meaning than that. When I read the same story today, its impact on me is much, much greater and much, much deeper. I mean, this story is not only about looking after the things in God's kingdom. It's about what we do with what he has provided us in the time that he has given us. When God breathed life into us, every man, woman, and child receives the same things. Let me explain this. The first thing that he gives each one of us is time. We all have a certain amount of time on this precious earth, some more, some less. The second thing he gives us, each one of us, unique abilities and talents. Some folks call this special gifts. And this is what makes us who we are and sets us apart from other people. Some have the talent of helping, some giving encouragement, some help the poor, some take care of the sick, some care for the children, some feed the hungry, some pray, some teach, some listen, some sing, some write, some are carpenters, some are bus drivers, the list goes on and on. But one thing is for certain, no one has been left out from receiving their gift from God. 
What is that gift? That gift is what makes us happy, what we enjoy doing. He gives each one of us opportunities and resources. The rich, the poor, the saved, the lost, we are all his children, and we are all equally made in God's image. Every hour of every day, we have the opportunity to show the love of Jesus, either through what we do or the words we speak. And lastly, God has given each one of us free will, the freedom to do what we want. But here's the catch, folks. When that day comes and we stand before Jesus and our tape is being played, of our life from the time we were saved to the time we died, we will need to answer to him and be held accountable for what we did with what he gave us in the time that he had given us. Are we using what he's given us for the benefit of others to make the world a better place? Or are we just using those talents to benefit ourselves? Jesus uses the story, the parable of the talents, to help us understand our calling as Christians and our responsibility to him. Now, I'm not going to read the entire story, but I, I'd like to give you the short paraphrased version to save time here. But first, let me give you a little background, a little context of this whole story. So Jesus is heading to Jerusalem with his disciples. They're only couple days away from him being crucified on the cross. Now, Jesus knows he has very little time left, and he's trying to explain to these guys, these disciples, about his second coming, his return. So one of them shouts out, but master, when will you return? So Jesus goes on to tell them that no one will know the day or the hour of my return. And he goes on to tell three stories, three parables to explain what he expects from his people while they are living in the kingdom of God. Kind of like, here's what you should be doing while you are waiting for my return. Now, the first parable is called the story of the ten virgins, and Jesus teaches them in this story the importance of being ready for his return. The second story is the parable of the talents, of course, is what I'm going to speak about in a moment. But the third story is the parable of the sheep and the goats. And Jesus teaches us how we should willingly serve one another while we are in his kingdom. So let's get to the second story. The second story is called the parable of the talents. And it begins, Jesus tells a story of a wealthy landowner who goes on a long journey and gives three of his servants property to look after while he's gone. He gives each servant an amount of money referred to as talents. And the individual amounts that he gives each one of them is based on that man's ability to store and care for that money. The first servant is given five talents, the second given two talents, and the third is given one talent. The first two servants used the talents to trade and gain profit. The third servant, however, was afraid, and he hid his one talent he was entrusted with. When the landowner returned, the first servant greeted him, saying, Master, you entrusted me with the five talents. See, I have gained five more. Second servant greeted him, saying, Master, you entrusted me with two talents. I have gained two more. 
Their master replied, well done, good and faithful servants. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The third servant, who had buried his talent and returned only one talent back to his master, tried his best to come up with some big story and wild excuse and why he did not invest it. His master didn't buy it and replied, you wicked, lazy servant. He scolded the servant saying he should have invested the money and at least received interest. The master took the one talent, gave it to the other one of the other servants and cast out the lazy servant from his estate. And what does Jesus want us to learn from this story? Well, the whole parable is a metaphor of our life while we are in his kingdom. The word talents are our gifts and abilities. The word master is really God, and the word servants are each one of us. Jesus wants us to know the importance of storing the gifts and abilities that he entrusts to us. Even though these servants are given different amounts to take care of, the talent or money still belongs to the master. And I believe in today's world, if you don't use your gifts or talents, you're going to lose them. Just as the master knew his servants well and knew each of their abilities and capabilities, God knows each of us extremely well, and he knows what we are capable of. The Bible tells us he has already equipped us to be able to handle the work that he has prepared for us. Jesus knows the challenges each of us face, and he understands how unfair and tough this world can be. Some have an abundance, five talents. Some have a scarcity, one talent. But Jesus makes it very clear in this story. It's not what we are given that matters. It's what we do with it that matters most. As Christians, we are managers and caretakers of property entrusted to us by our Father God. And just as they did in this story, we eventually will answer on how well we have looked after those things that God has entrusted in us. He's entrusted us with time, talents, and opportunities. What do we do with these things? We use them to carry out God's great commission. What is that commission? To reach the world with the word of God and the saving gospel of Jesus Christ. Matthew 28, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and spread the teachings of Jesus to all. So we should ask ourselves these questions. Are we using the time that he has given you and me to grow and expand his kingdom? Are we using those talents, those gifts and abilities that he has provided us to grow and expand his kingdom? Are we recognizing the opportunities that Jesus gives us every hour, every day to show people God's love, to give people a little taste of Jesus? Are we a good influence on our families? Are we sharing our light in our communities? Or are we living in fear and choosing to do nothing, just like the servant in the story, and we are going to try and talk our way into heaven? What do we do while we're waiting for his return or until such time Jesus calls us home? I think it's very clear, folks. 
We do what God wanted us to do from the very beginning, from the time he made the Garden of Eden, the mission that he has for all mankind, his dream, his vision. We imitate the ministry of Jesus through our words and our actions. We do what he did. We feed the hungry, we cure the sick, we bless the meek, and we serve the least. We cannot allow fear to stop us. We cannot look for excuses when things get rough. We must use those gifts and talents that God has blessed us with. We need to step out into the unknown and have faith that he has prepared the way for us. You know, it's a great honor and a great responsibility with amazing, amazing rewards to share the life of Jesus Christ. And as Christians, we know by faith that he is coming back. We don't know the hour or the day, but we know that we know that Jesus will return. And when that day comes, when we stand before him and be accountable for what we have done with what he has provided us, I pray that we all are found faithful and hear these beautiful words, well done, good and faithful servant. So I end this message with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. Thank you for gifting each one of us with talents which are unique to us. Show us how we can use these gifts to make this world a better place. Give us courage today so we can step out of our comfort zone to better serve you and bring you glory. Multiply our talents in a way that only you can. We pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, folks, for listening to this podcast. Pass it along, share it along with others. God bless and have an amazing, amazing, amazing day with God. Cheers. Cheers.